have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing all week, the great teaching that the Lord is give imparting into our life all week. He is guiding us and he's showing us how to live a life of success in this season. And he's saying, the Holy Spirit is saying to us, this is our due season. Due is due to me. What is due to you? This is my due season. It belongs to me. I will receive everything in this season that is due to me. God is fair. He's not giving me anything that is due to somebody else. That which is due to me, if I have a ready mind, if I have a willing mind, I will reap it. But I have to have a willing mind, a ready mind, to accept the fact that this is my due season, and not to be tricked by the cunningness of the device, the devices of the enemy that will talk me out of my season. Mm-hmm. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Don't let the devil this morning trick you uh, to, for you to just give up. We will reap if we do not lose heart. And the devil knew right around the corner when it is your harvest and he's going to fight you the most so that you faint, you give up, you quit. And it's right there in the text in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So ignorant means, if somebody's ignorant, it means that they're ignoring the truth. truth. So it's telling us that we're not ignorant. So we shouldn't ignore the truth. The enemy, he's going to try to oppose you. He's going to come against you. He's going to try to weary you. He's going to try to get you out of position. He's going to try to take advantage of you. You know, and there's different the thoughts with the different generations and stuff. It's easy for a younger person to just hang up the phone when they see a scam likely or they get, somebody gets on the phone. It's easier for the younger generation, just hang up. It's yeah. a scam. Yeah. But then you have people who um, are more uh, pure yeah. that maybe are from a time when there wasn't so much scams, yeah. and they're willing to talk to the scammer. <laughs> and in their talking to the scammer, they're getting scammed, yeah. right? So they're giving ear <laughs> to the scammer. So we have to be able to cut off access to yeah. the enemy. Yeah, all his devices. <laughs> his devices. <laughs> He's trying to take advantage <laughs> of you. you. Yeah. You can't reason. When somebody's trying to take advantage of you, you can't reason with them. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. I mean, they're going to come, <laughs> yeah, and their you... scam is going to prevail. That's you know, right. You could be on the phone with the scammer for 20 minutes, and at the, they're going to scam you. The longer you're on, the more you're going to scam. You hang up on them, less likely you're going to scam. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Cut it. You just cut it. And that's what we have to do. <laughs> we have to cut the conversation with the devil. Yeah, and some of the stuff that they do, some of the scams, some of the texts that come through, they're relating. They're, like, telling you about your package, telling mm-hmm. you about this, but it's all a scam. Yeah. So you can't click on it. It's yeah. click, call, they call it clickbait. Yeah. We can't click on it. But if somebody doesn't realize that there's so many people out nowadays to take advantage of you and they're coming in in all these different ways, yeah. they're going to click on it. 
because they don't see the harm in it. But somebody who's more aware is going to say, oh, no, no, don't click on, don't click on that. That's going to mess up your whole phone. That's going to, yeah. uh, you know, put your stuff, all your uh, information out I, there. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. So we have to cut it off right at the beginning. We can't play around with the devices of the enemy. He's trying to take advantage of you, trying to get in your head and take advantage of you. So cut them off, cut them off, cut them off. The Bible tells us that we cast down every argument that rises up against us. That's against the obedience of Christ. When it comes up, we got to cast it down. Do not negotiate with it. Do not negotiate with the devil. It is done. Jesus already paid the ransom. His blood was already the ransom. So we don't need to negotiate with the enemy. Just cast down those thoughts. And so say, oh, well, that's easier to say than to do. But if you start doing it, you'll increase in your strength and your ability to do it, to identify it, and to quickly cut it. Read then back to into Second Corinthians nine <clears throat> and this Thursday morning here, and, and read from verse eleven down. Let let let's bless some of our listeners this morning. While with, you are enriched yeah. in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God, for the administration of, of this service. The, not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgivings Thanksgiving. to God, while through the proof of this ministry, they glorified God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men, and by their prayer for you who long for you because of the exceeding grace of God in you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. gift. Here, Paul, Paul is talking, mm -hmm. Diana, here. He's saying, look, we have proof that it worked. We have proof that our, our, our faith in God worked. We have proof of it. And then he, he tells us, for the administration of this service, not only supply the need of the saints. Every sense, he says, God supply the need. God will supply my need. God will supply your need according to his grace in that he has bestowed upon us through our obedience. Sometimes we misquote that, that God will supply all my need according to his riches in, in glory. But it's according to, to my obedience, according to my obedience to what God said. When I live out the word of God, when I live out the, what God is saying, then he supply, I got the supply. Mm -hmm. It's in the what? The doing. It's in the obedience. So listen, make your day count family this morning. Everything that we receive from God come true and act up obedience. Mm -hmm. Let me say it again. Mm -hmm. Everything that we receive from God that is coming from God is going to come through the act of our obedience. When and I obey, I get it. And it says an indescribable gift. Yes. Thanks be to God for this, for his indescribable gift. gift. Because when God starts blowing your mind, you yes. can't describe it. It's an indescribable gift where you know you are at this place and then all of a sudden, he shows up exceedingly abundantly, multiplied what was in your hand, multiplied what you sowed, and he just indescribably shows up. There's so many testimonies 
of God being at work and indescribably multiplying a seed that was sown, indescribably bringing forth a gift, bringing forth a move, bringing forth a repositioning. You can't describe it except to say, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I can't understand it. It's an indescribable gift. It's an indescribable occurrence that took place, but it's through partnering with God. God. Because when we partner with him, then we have access to everything that he has. I know as part of Pastor Beckford's marriage counseling, premarital counseling, he lets couples know, you know, you, for the finance, you may make this part of the finance, you make might make that part of the finance, but it's all your finance. finance. So if, if one person put, puts in, you know, 50000 a year and the other person puts in 20000 a year, they both have 70000 a year, no matter which part you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that put in the twenty or the one that put in the fifty, they both have 70 yeah. So it's a partnership. And that's in the in the marriage union. So how much more as us, as the bride of Christ, we're partnered in to everything that he has. There's an inheritance with God and we have an inheritance. We, we're partnered in to everything that he has. And it's indescribable. Come on. When he comes through, it is indescribable. Like all the cards were against you. None of the numbers made sense. And then all of a sudden it just works out. You know how often... We waste our time worrying about things that never even come to pass. So many times we worry about, oh, I'm going to need this, and a month, next month I'm going to need this, or next year I'm going to need that. And we spend all this time worrying, then it comes. We don't even need what we what we thought. The enemy had that device to try to weary us, to try to break us down, try to put this picture, oh, you're going to need this and this amount of time, and you don't have it. You're never going to be able to go to the next level without this. He tries to weary us, weary us, weary us. So we can't be ignorant of those devices because when that day comes, God's already handled it. How? Through his indescribable gift yeah. toward us. And the, the beauty of, of the teaching all we care is that whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. If you sow to the flesh, which is carnal, our carnality, our carnal way of thinking, the Bible says we're going to reap corruption because the flesh has nothing good to offer. The carnal man does not go after the things of God. The carnal man does not accept the things of God or know them or wants to do them because they are from the spiritual side. So it tells me and it tells you that we are to crucify the flesh and we are to allow the Spirit of God to live, to rise. Okay? So I have to what? Sacrifice my desire to allow the spirit man to rise and to take dominancy in my life. Go, go ahead. In Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 7, the word reminds us, do not, do you look at things according to the outward appearance? Mm-hmm. If anyone is convinced in himself that he is Christ, yes. let him again consider this in himself. Yes. That just as he is Christ, even so we are Christ. So we cannot mm-hmm. look at things according to the outward word. appearance. 
We have to be convinced we're in ourselves. Yes. That we are in Christ. We have to consider again Christ's stand on the situation. We cannot just look at the outer appearance. And in that chapter there in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, when you go back up to verse 3, it tells us, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, God. for the pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing Bringing every thought into captivity to the the obedience obedience of Christ, Christ. and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. fulfilled. So that becomes our life mission, to punish the disobedience with what? Obedience. To come forth in the obedience, the obedience of our confession of the gospel, obedience to the word of God. And that's how we punish the disobedience, by sowing seeds of obedience to God. So we have to be willing to do that. We can't look at things according to the outward appearance. If you look at things according to outward appearance, you're going to grow weary. You're going to lose heart. and You're not going to be in position on reaping day. So we have to be mindful of what the word says. Moving into 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, Paul says, But I fear, lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted for the simplicity that is in Christ. This concept is simple. simple. So don't try to overthink it. <laughs> don't try to outwork God. It is simple. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Coco, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Thank Make you for count. tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Waylon specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Waylon Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit waylonduff.kw.com. Waylon Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your local realtor who provides all you need and the time you deserve to get your real estate purchased or sold.